0: episode number two of the steam machine podcast my name is dalton and as always with me is my buddy this is ryan my buddy ryan and today we would like to announce to everyone that we are now available on all major podcast platforms which is cool no longer do you have to go to just spotify or youtube you should be able to find it anywhere which is anywhere on the interwebs anywhere and everywhere I have to say, man, I felt pretty pretty official when I opened up Podcast Attic and scrolled down and I searched our thing and boom, there it was. I was like, hey, we made it. <laughs> so up next, I would like to thank Tadpog for the shout-out that they gave us on their show. Tadpog stands for Tyler and Dave Play Old Games. Um, they told all of their listeners what we are doing here, and so I would like to give thanks to them by letting our listeners know that they are a podcast with tyler and dave play old games like i said and right now they are doing something similar to what we are doing except they are using a randomizer to go through the entire super nintendo library of american released games so they're going to be at it about as long as we are
1: (laughs) oh yeah for sure And then the Super Nintendo, that's hardcore. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: It's really entertaining to listen to those guys because some of the games that they've covered are absolute gems. And some of them, I I, I don't know how they made it into being released.
1: (laughs) uh, uh, Yeah. No, I'm still waiting for our first stinker on this list. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's it's coming. It's coming, bro. Believe me. (laughs) There's a few that I know are in my list that I'm like, oh, God, here we go. (laughs) <laughs> In big news that we saw, though, not quite PC or Steam related, but nonetheless important, the PS5 was announced for release. They have not given a price yet, but man, does this thing look sleek.
1: Yeah, no no price, no release date. Kind of disappointing. But overall, that event, like, the lineup of games that they debuted or they showed during that was Dude, amazing, incredible. fantastic. Incredible. Like,
0: uh, yeah. I wrote down some that stood out to me. The first one that really popped into my mind was Kenna. I don't remember the rest of the title, but it was Kenna. Uh,
1: let's see. Kenna, Bridge of yes. Spirits. Dude,
0: that game looks incredible. Yeah. What a cool little story it looks like yeah. it tells.
1: No. no. Like, out of the uh, expected releases, they have slated through 2020 through 2022, I've probably got about eight games on that list that I am super excited for. Yeah, yeah. But, When I was
0: watching that uh, that release video when they were broadcasting it live on YouTube, man, like, I could not get over it. It was like every game they showed, I was like, man, that looks really good. Man, that looks really good. Man, that looked real good. Yeah. You know, it was just over and over and over. Uh,
1: I can't wait for the, like the first peek at the Avengers title
0: yes, that they're working on. Yes, dude, that looks sweet. And you know me and you know me and comics, especially you and comics, man. Like it's gonna oh, it's yeah. gonna be off the chain, off the chain. Um, absolutely, speaking absolutely. Of comics and s- superheroes and stuff. Spider Man Two looks fantastic.
1: Oh yeah, the Miles Morales yes. edition, like. Definitely getting that pre-order as soon as it's available. I told,
0: I told you right. when we were just chatting one day that uh, when I was playing through Spider-Man 1, there's a section where you take over and play as Miles for a little bit. And I thought that right then that you were going to switch over to the Miles Spider-Man. And I was like, oh, that is so cool. So to see them carry that over yeah. to the next game is really, really nice.
1: Yeah. It's probably going to be like one of their bigger titles at launch because I did see that they are going to have a special edition Miles Morales console available oh, as man. well.
0: Oh if it's the one that I was looking at like if that's real, oh, 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 it's gorgeous. Oh yeah,
1: that's the one I'm getting. Like it's
0: super, super sexy console as compared to that Xbox mini fridge. Oh dude, the, like. the, the, the Xbox just, I saw a great thing, a picture I guess it, w- it was a meme, it was a picture of the Xbox with a piece of glass on it to hold up the PS5. It was like a little glass table. It was it, was, it was fucking fantastic. That's um, funny. Other That's games funny. that really stood out to me real quick. Ratchet and Clank. Um, I'm a huge Ratchet and Clank fan. They've kind of been like the PS flag bearer since Crash Bandicoot. Ye- yeah,
1: yeah. They've they've been around like the whole run of Sony yeah. consoling, like yeah. the PlayStation. Ever, uh, ever since PlayStation um, 2.
0: And then I, it was kind of strange because PS4, all we got was the remaster of the original game. Um, and they added in stuff from yeah. the movie, which don't get me wrong. I had a great th- me and my dad played that, and we had a great time with it. But I was ready for some yeah. new Ratchet and Clank content. Now that we've got one coming out, I'm really excited for it. Um, the The yeah. Horizon sequel, Horizon Forbidden West. I know you probably you probably haven't yeah. played Horizon Zero Dawn, but man, no, I have game. not. What a game, dude! Uh, yeah, Aloy.
1: I am excited for Ghostwire Tokyo because that looked stunning. That That looked game looked really
0: cool, man. Uh, speaking of games that looked stunning, bro, that Stray game? Yeah, Stray with the, the I, robots I, and the I looked into the it a little cats, bit. It's like apparently like, you're like a crime-solving kitty or something. I, nice. I don't know. I'm all in. I'm all in. Like, I love cats. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm in too. Like... All of the games that they showed during that event looked absolutely breathtaking. Like I cannot wait for this system yeah, to drop. The, the Demon like,
0: Souls remake, uh, Returnal.
1: Yeah, Returnal. the The whole premise for that game is just wild. It's like Edge of Tomorrow meets Day. some typical like sci fi yeah. thing. You just keep reliving your same day over and over again, but every time you respawn, the whole planet changes. It's like, like uh,
0: Groundhog Day meets the Outer Limits. What? <laughs> yeah, like. Uh, and then uh, Resident Evil Eight looks fantastic. Yeah, Resident I'm Evil. I'm usually 8, like not a massive that, Resident Evil guy. Like I like those games, but this one particularly, when they showed that when they were walking into, uh, I don't even like that ballroom. I guess you would call it. A uh, very yeah. old cathed- uh, cathedral esque style, style house. I was like, oh, I just, I just want a whole game in a place like that. I just want to explore somewhere that looks like that.
1: Right. Uh, some things I've been reading about this Resident Evil Eight, the the village, is that it is going to focus more on the horror element and the atmosphere than action. So it's going to be more of like a slow jump scare playthrough instead of just guns blazing. Let's mow down some zombies. Yeah, which is like, kind of
0: what Resident Evil's turned into in the past few years. Yeah, which is kind of strange. And then they kind of went back to normal with Seven. Um, and, and I know, I think Seven yeah. had like less zombies and more like creepy, weird redneck kind of people. But I could be wrong. I didn't really play Biohazard much. Uh, Deathloop by Bethesda, I had heard nothing about this game before it got announced, and I guess it's just like you're an assassin trying to kill a certain number of people before you get killed, and there's another assassin hunting you the entire time.
1: It... Yeah, and I th- what I was reading about that too is the title Death Loop comes from a feature that they have in the game where you can actually, like, loop time. So if you mess up on, like, your run or one of your, like missions or something you can actually reset the loop to rectify your mistake that's pretty fucking sweet yeah that's wild and uh, i'm
0: I'm sure that game is going to come out with its you know usual bethesda jank but like it looks like it's going to be a good ass game I think I saw Bethesda was
1: involved in quite a few of these games coming out cuz I think they're also involved with that Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh, uh,
0: it wouldn't surprise me. I know that, you know, they're slated to be working on Elder Scrolls 6.
1: Yeah, Elder Scrolls 6. I keep seeing stuff about that. It still sounds like we're at least oh, 5 years absolutely, out. Oh, absolutely because for they that.
0: said that that uh, Starfield game that they're working on is coming out first, and I think that's not for yeah. another 2 or 3 years. So, yeah. you know, being the Elder Scrolls fan that I'm, I am, I'm going to be an old man before I get to play 6, but I'll be cool with it cool with it uh, right. the, the only the right. only other game that I've got right here that really stood out to me just because how ridiculous it looked was that Bug Snacks I think it was called
1: yeah Bug Snacks
0: it, it uh. reminded me of those old uh, like rare games uh, collect a you know like Banjo-Kazooie it, re- it reminded me of that but a little more yeah. brought up to date yeah. and the, the whole eating the bugs and they become part of your body is so strange it looks very campy but I would you know I like those kinds of games sometimes
1: yeah for sure for sure I am excited to see, like, what kind of mechanics and how sports games play on this console. Yeah, I wasn't... Like, from, from the PlayStation through the PlayStation 4, and, like, even on the Xboxes, each generation, the play got a little bit cleaner, a little bit easier to handle with what they're doing now with the upcoming PS5 console it's going to be interesting to see how like FIFA or NHL play yeah
0: cuz they only showed from like from what i saw they only showed uh, the NBA game and N- the NBA. I'm not NBA really game. into the basketball yeah. games. And Even
1: the attention to detail on that Insane. was wild. Like If you actually paid that, they show the individual beads of sweat yeah. rolling down the players' the thing faces. About, the thing about the 2K during, games
0: is it's, it's like they've gotten really good at making it look better, but not making it play yeah. better. And I, I'm judging that basically off the, the WWE a games. A yeah. WWE.
1: Yeah. Garbage. Just wait, we've got a
0: 2K20 in the list.
1: Yeah, oh, fantastic. Glitchy. I, glitch I will say this. I will say this.
0: know, I've been playing it here and there. It's not that bad, but I have not di- dove into story mode yet, and that's what everyone was complaining about. Um, oh, I've yeah. seen a few glitches here and there, but nothing that I haven't seen in the past, like two or three 2K WWE games. I, I it'll probably be
1: like one of our first stinkers if it does pop up early on on our list. Like, but it has to be bad for them to have canceled
0: like the 2k it's, line it's, it's pretty rough <laughs> like they, the, the, the the problem yeah. is, is that they've patched it and patched it and it's still janky like it's pretty ridiculous
1: this is I, I think this is why like when it comes to games like wwe or nhl or madden like instead of cranking out a game every single year take your time Create yep. a really good game and then release yearly roster updates yep. as DLC. So make every it make season. it twenty bucks or like, something
0: like people would fucking pay it.
1: Yeah, yeah. You don't need to pump out a new game every single year just because one or two people switch teams. Yep. Like yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. And and that helps to you're not just trying to pump out the same game with updated stuff. You know, it gives you more time to sit back and be like, all right, well, what new innovations can we put in here instead of, all right, well, how do we make this new game play as good as the old game type thing?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then, like, with the yearly releases, they get rushed, too. Like, they can't actually fix some of the problems they had before. They can only try to, like, hide it a little better. That was
0: happening with Assassin's Creed for a while. You know, they they still come out, I think, every year, but at least the games have gotten better.
1: Oh god, they're up to
0: what? Twenty one titles, twenty two titles in the yeah, Assassin's Creed line. Yeah, if you, if you include all the little side like, games that are like two or three hours long and stuff, yeah, it's, it's insane. yeah. But you know, uh, I will say that the newer Assassin's Creeds have gotten really good. So, at least they're fixing their issues. I have yet
1: to play a single title from Assassin's Creed. Like, I have not, not even touched it. As Man, a series. I
0: mean. If I was going to give you advice, I'd say skip the first two and just read about them. Um, check out the, re- the remaster of three, yeah. and then start at Black Flag, which is four. <coughs> which okay. that's on our list. So
1: we have uh, yeah, yeah, we have that we'll on our that list we
0: So cool. We'll listening to lots cool. of Ales while we're playing Black Flag, I'm sure.
1: Uh, speaking of Sony and PlayStation stuff, did you catch the uh, catch the news about your series?
0: Did I catch the news? Or? I caught I caught the news and yeah. about exploded my brother. And I know what you were talking about is Persona 4 Golden coming to Steam. Yeah.
1: I, I, I saw that, and I figured you would flip out. Oh, I'm pretty... Like, as much as you rave about Persona 5 and the series as a whole, like, I knew this was going to... Oh, a dude, I was, so sure. I was so excited. I
0: was so excited. I'm i pretty sure my neighbors heard me freaking out about it. <laughs> I, when I when I first saw the, the posting, my buddy James from the JRPG Report had shared it, and I clicked on it and I was like all right maybe this is just rumor or whatever but then like I'm looking and it it is rumor but they've got like people who dig into the files and things like that have found thumbnails and things in steam ready to go for release for it which they in that tomorrow, today tomorrow maybe the th- uh, the 13th nice uh, man I am so okay. stoked so hopefully by the time you know this episode comes out and everybody's listening to it I will be knee deep in persona 4 for a little while cuz we still got our oh, we still got our yes, list yes, yes, yes. Don't don't worry. On. I'm not I'm not yeah. forgetting about those. Don't don't worry. Yeah. Um yeah. and before Persona 4 Golden had come out on Steam, it was locked behind the PlayStation Vita and I had never wanted to, you know, invest in a Vita. I mean, they seem cool, but I did not take advantage of it when they were like 80 bucks. And
1: yeah, they 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 have a cult following. I don't know why Sony didn't run with it longer than they did. It's a, it's a good question. But because of the col- following and the, like, the collectors digging the, the, the Vita itself, it's got quite the resale value. Yeah, man. Right? Yeah.
0: And then at one point, they even had the, they called it the PlayStation TV, which was like a little box that you could hook up to your TV, and it played Vita games. And for a while, it was 50 bucks. Then everybody realized how awesome it was, and now it's like $150. Bucks. You know? it, it, is, it is the way of the Damn. collector. Um, But speaking of PlayStation Vita, kind of brings us to our game today, because this series started out on PlayStation Vita, and I believe the game we played was originally a Vita game, and that is Hyperdimension Neptunia U Action Unleashed. Wow.
1: What a mouthful of a title. And what a mouthful of a game.
0: Yeah, man. uh, I think I described this game to you as a mile wide and an inch deep, and that's pretty.
1: Yeah, that's about what it is like the game was wild like the actual like play was the play was cool storyline absolutely not yeah yeah like i was so glad to discover the skip all button on the dialogue <laughs> and the cut because after sitting through about 45 minutes almost an hour of cut scenes just at the beginning of the game i was over it yeah. like i was like I just want to play. It. Yeah. I just want to play the game. I can imagine. Like,
0: I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, it, this is not a good place for you to come into the series. And I think I told you that when we got it on the, the list. I you know it. Yeah. This game does not really introduce you to the characters. It kind of just throws you in, expecting to know who they are, and how they react. And the the story of this game, you know, is basically the CPUs, which are the goddesses of the world, um, are bored. And the whole world is bored because yeah. there's no war going on, so they're basically just going to...
1: Yeah, no no more console wars or whatever yeah, they the call console it. console wars. Like.
0: And they just decide to go kill a bunch of monsters and see who can have the best interview for Dengekiko and Famitsu, which is interesting. Which, actually, real quick, uh, interesting tip. Dengekiko and Famitsu are based on the Japanese gaming magazines Dengeki and Famitsu, and they oh, they are like a rival magazine thing, which is why they are rival journalists in the game. So I thought that was pretty cool. Wow. That's cool. That is um, cool. The this, this series started off on PS3, and then it didn't do very well, and there was some jank to the game, so they remade the series for Vita, and that started with the Rebirth series, ah. and then after the three Rebirth games is when Hyperdimension U came out. So you know, all of the console wars that they are talking about in the game happened before the you know this game but you do play through that kind of stuff in the others this game is pretty much just an action game it uh reminded me a lot of dynasty warriors yeah it's
1: yeah it's a it's a really good hack and slash like for the lack of storyline this game has the hack and slash makes up
0: for. yeah it. very like, fast-paced um very fun very fluid there was no real, yeah. I, you know, I hate to keep using this word, but there was no real jank to the move, the moving or anything. You know, it was very, very fluid.
1: Yeah, no, there, there. I, I had an issue with a couple of the characters and how slow they moved, and I wasn't sure if it was just because of the style of weapons they were using or what. But like Blanc, for instance, using the warhammer, that's obviously a slow weapon, but Vert using the spear, there's no reason why she should have been slow. Like, no, yeah, no reason Yeah, and at the all. fact that, like, that
0: Blanc is faster than Vert, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Vert, Vert really shined yeah. when you went into CPU form. But until you got there...
1: I think that... Yeah, when they, when they... Pretty much all the characters, like, some of the characters were good in CPU form, but once they hit that HDD level, like, that HDD yeah. form, they all... Took what? another level. Like they all became when they transform into their
0: goddess uh, form, form or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah. They fucked yeah. some
0: shit up. Like I know you and I both were pushing out max. Like I think it maxed out at nine hundred ninety nine hits and nine hundred ninety nine million damage or something.
1: Yeah. The 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 combo stops counting at nine hundred ninety nine hits. The the da- total damage given during that combo maxes out at nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine <laughs> points. Like and then even with like say neptune using her third special ability that you acquire later in the game deals 99,999 points on just that single attack yeah. like
0: it's it's ooh. nuts and if you you know you build your characters up you're able to use that more than once in a row it's like no boss really even stands a chance towards you
1: no they they really don't like and it, i only maxed out two characters on my playthrough like, I, I maxed out Dengekiko, and I maxed out Neptune.
0: I maxed out everybody except Famitsu and I want to say Nepgear. I think Nepgear, I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two were the ones that I didn't max out. I maxed out everybody else um, just because I had a lot of time on my hands, <laughs> so I was just running through yeah. and just wrecking them. Um, there are quite a few nods to other games in this game, if you did not notice this. Yeah,
1: all of all of the enemies, all of the creatures, monsters, whatever you want to call them, they're all Easter
0: eggs Ab- in their own absolutely. right.
1: Like you got the the goos from what was it? Like yeah, they Dragon look like Quest, they look like slimes like, from Dragon
0: Quest, just with a dog face.
1: Yeah, and then you got the uh, pipes from yep. Mario and the mushrooms and, and
0: the little pixel invaders. I,
1: I think, th- yep, the pixel invaders from Space Invaders. I think the wildest enemy that I came across was the. Walking yeah, anime portraits. Yeah, the character like,
0: portraits. Those always get me. Just crack me up.
1: Yeah, that that was But I will wild. say that this
0: game's got some cool enemies too, like the giant mech dragon things that you fight. Like they're pretty sweet looking. Like yeah. they look like they could they could fuck your shit up. Yeah. And they would.
1: Yeah, some of the like the the, the the mech the mech enemies, they
0: almost look like Gundam. Yeah, yeah like, that's what it That's what that it reminded was me cool. of. Was was like cool. a Gundam or Oh man, there was another anime, and I I blanked. There's so many like mech animes.
1: Yeah, there's <laughs> there's a lot of them. There's a lot um, of them.
0: The, well, little info about the land of Plan Neptune and all those. There's four nations. There's Plan Neptune, Louis, Last Station, and Leanbox, and they are each based on you know yeah. a console. You, you got uh, Plan Neptune and Neptune herself based on the second Neptune, which never came out. Um, Louis. With blonde ROM and RAM, that is like the Nintendo, uh, like for the Wii. Um, you had Leanbox and Vert, kind of representing Xbox and Last Station. Xbox, yeah, obviously. Like yeah, and Last Play Station's PlayStation. PlayStation. PlayStation yeah. like. And it's pretty funny that you know, the console wars are just basically based on what goes on in real life with, you know, like the economy and what the way these businesses are like trying to go at each other. So it's, it's like the yeah the cpus um or i guess i could call them the goddesses the goddesses are powered up by quote-unquote shares which are basically the people believing in them S- <laughs> <laughs> yeah so
1: so it's like the shares is essentially like sales. yeah exactly like exactly
0: but it's like <laughs> instead of you know sales it's prayers or whatever but yeah the, oh the, the whole the whole premise of the game is absolutely ridiculous but i love it this this game takes place in an a alternate dimension type thing, which they do a, a few different times. There's, like, hyper dimension, there's mega dimension, and cyber dimension. There, there's a few different.
1: Are they all canon, or are they all, like, offshoots from, like, the standard so, Neptunia storyline? So,
0: they're all canon that I know of. Um, I know this this game is a spinoff. Um, the, the ones in the main line are, like, Rebirth 1, 2, and 3, which... All these games are on our list. So there's Rebirth 1, 2, and 3. And 3 is actually called uh, Hyperdimension Neptunia Victory. And then the game after yeah. that is called Victory 2. So I always thought it was 7, but it's not. It's, v- it's V2 is Victory yeah. 2. Um, yeah.
1: Are they all the same, like, hack and slash system as Action Unleashed? No. Or is this, like... No. Um,
0: this this no. game's action, okay. like, hack and slash, and I think Blonde versus the Zombies is a hack and slash game. Um, which is another spinoff, yeah. but as far as the main line of the games, they are turn-based.
1: Turn-based. Yeah. Interesting. So they took like a Final Fantasy approach to it, going from turn-based to real-time. Yeah, yeah in, in a way, in a way. The, uh, very cool. In the main line very games, cool. it's kind
0: of cool, because when you're going into battle, it's turn-based, and each of your character has like a radius around them that they can attack with. So, you know, yeah. cer- certain people's radius will be 10 feet in front of them, because they're a ranged character, so you actually have to like move back, because... You're not character. stuck in one place. Yeah. You can kind of run around the battlefield, but when you're attacking, it's all turn-based. It's it's pretty cool.
1: Very cool. Um, Very cool. But
0: this game, like we're saying, took a turn and went full Devil May Cry style. Um, and yeah. the main villain of this game is the next-gen mech, which basically just is a big baddie that you have to defeat eventually. Um, you try to... F-
1: it, you, you think it was a big baddie, like... You you first come across it in the game, you throw your attack out there, and then all of a sudden it's like, boom, you're back at the quest screen. What the hell happened? Did I get one-shotted? Did I just, like, was this meant to be a playable cutscene? Like, it it threw me off at first. I was like, well, damn, did I really just get totally owned by the final boss? Like, do I really have to go back and grind through all of these levels that (laughs) I have just done before? And... This game is, like, completely misleading. Like, the quests are set up perfectly. Yeah, I agree. You can access more than one quest at a time, and the quests are recommended by level. So you know Mm -hmm. what you're getting into before you get into it. One thing that I noticed about this game that I did not like at all, and I actually had to message you about this, is, like, I didn't know you could customize your characters. Yeah. I didn't know you could upgrade stats and items and weapons, like not a single mention in the game. Yeah, it doesn't really like, touch
0: on it until you go to the menu and actually click on it, Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah, like once I got a hold of you and once I figured that out, I flew through this game. Oh, yeah, once like, once you start actually... The maxed out characters with the best, ac- like, the best items, the best weapons, like, this game's stupid
0: easy. Stupid yeah, simple. Yeah, absolutely, and like, it probably helped that we had DLC weapons. <sighs>
1: yeah, for sure. And then, the, like, once I got to that final boss yet again at the end of the game... It was probably a two-minute fight. Like yeah, it was It literally took me no time Once at all. Once I got there, it yeah. wasn't bad at all.
0: Yeah. Um, basically, when you get to that point and you're you're fighting the boss in the first time, you go in, like you were saying, and it basically comes to a non-playable cutscene, but it's still gameplay where it, it beats you, yeah. um, tears your clothes off. The girls complain about that. Uh, you don't see anything. I just want to clarify. You don't see anything, although you know, yeah. this, this game does have that in it. Um, we, but... I don't really want to touch on that much because it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah I, I will say for people who want to enjoy this game without that, there are costumes that you can unlock that won't tear or anything, so you don't have to you don't Absolutely. have to deal with that kind of stuff. The unri- the unrippable costumes were yeah, my go to.
1: As soon as I unlocked S- them. Same. I was because
0: like, you know, this game's got that anime weirdness to it, and we'll just we'll leave it we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um but after you after you have that happen, um girls kind of go back and reformulate, and then basically, yeah, you just have to go and grind, and grind, and grind. And it reminds me, there's another Idea Factory game. I'm, I'm not sure Compile Hearts did it, but I know that they're kind of clumped together, so it might have been Compile did it in Japan, and then they trans Idea Factory translated it. I'm not exactly sure how that works, but they have a game that's in our list, too. It's called Trillion. And the premise behind Trillion is that there's, a, there's one big bad monster that has one trillion HP. And <laughs> and you have to just build your team strong enough to keep trying to fight it, until you are strong enough to take it down with a trillion HP. It's that—that's the whole thing.
1: That sounds awesome. It, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like,
0: it's another anime trophy game, but not quite as bad as this one. But like, the, I mean, I mean, with the anime yeah. cutscenes, like a uh, visual novel style. But the yeah. the actual monster itself—I know the first time it drops you in there, you're running towards it. It's huge, and its health bar is massive, and it just. One shots you, and your dude's like, "Oh, what the fuck," and, and then and then you work from there. <laughs>
1: yeah, man. But you know, it,
0: like we touched on, there's there's really no story to touch on for Hyperdimension Neptunia U.
1: No, there really wasn't. It was just like, here's the game, here's the characters, like. Have fun with it. Basically,
0: and and that's basically what like my Mm -hmm. recommendation to anybody who wants to try this game is: you don't even have to give a shit about the story; you could skip it. Um, The good story for these games—that
1: skip all button—the story that's worth
0: it in these games is not in this spinoff. But as far as gameplay, dude, I highly recommend this to anybody who likes hack and slashes.
1: Yeah, if you like mindless hack and slash games, I definitely would give this a play. Yes, yes, for sure.
0: If you um, had to give it uh let's let's do let's do out of ten, I think it'll be easier so at one out of ten nepneps, how many would you give it
1: one out of ten nepneps let's see Ugh. I'm probably gonna go flat, a five. flat
0: five solid solid but, uh,
1: yeah like the the hack and slash play and how fun it was makes up for the lack of storyline. Yeah and how annoying it was to get around all of that just to be able to play. Yeah, yeah.
0: and I think you know, like, it takes away a little bit from it that it didn't really explain much of the, the mechanics and things to you other than how to fight, but it didn't really show you how to level up, how to switch characters. It,
1: it didn't yeah. even really
0: explain Lily yeah. ranks until you got into... The menu for Lily ranks and like that's required to beat the last boss yeah yeah
1: it is it is and it's like I think it's also part of like some of the achievements that you can unlock during the game if you like max out the ranks for all of your characters it's like a secret achievement
0: I I don't have time for that that would take forever
1: (laughs) yeah Um, who were your go to characters on this game
0: my go to characters um, probably Dengekiko Blonde and Neptune
1: yeah then, then Gekiko and Neptune definitely for sure
0: I really liked Uni
1: too once I figured yeah out I was her gonna system. I was about to
0: bring that up that I remember messaging you and being like man Uni is killing me she fucking sucks and then yeah I figured out how to really use her and holy shit can she clear a fucking battlefield oh yeah absolutely she like like you said I Terrible
1: hated burst. her I hated her Until I had to use her on like one of those exclusive levels, and it was one of those levels where you could get some space away from the enemies, and she just mows them down. Like a fucking hoss. Being the only true long-range character on that game, is totally worth it. Like she, once I figured her out, she was one of of her EXE moves.
0: Uh, Something blaster, I can't remember the name of it, but dude, if you hit that on the right group, it would blow them to the other side of the level. <laughs> and that it would really help. It
1: would, and it's, it's especially as you got her higher in level and did more damage, you wouldn't just blow them like clear across the the stage. You yeah, would just completely obliterate them. I know there
0: like, was it was one level I had to kill 150 yeah. enemies and defeat the boss, and I used Uni, and I think I beat that level in like 30 seconds. It's fucking insane. Yeah
1: sounds about right uh, sounds about I, right I was a little like, disappointed in um, vert
0: though I know we touched on that a little bit earlier but like she's normally one of my favorite characters in the games because she's usually very powerful and um, this in this game she yeah was a little lacking you know a little lacking
1: yeah I, I thought she was like early in the game I selected her for a couple quests and I was like awesome she's got a spear this is cool it's going well as the game progressed she's just she never picked up speed. She didn't really advance as far as like weapons and stuff go. She they they yeah, really underwhelmed agree. me with her. Like as whereas she was like completely dumbed down and like brought to low level, they overpowered Blanc by oh, a yeah. lot. Like, but like I know you I think you said yeah. you maxed out Blanc she was my on first your one. playthrough. I only yeah, I only managed to hit maybe like level 44, 45 with Block. And even then still at level 44, she was hitting for 18,000, 19,000 yeah, points of damage in CPU form, not even in yeah, HDD level, form. Dude, I, hitting, like,
0: I think 40k per hit. It's just insane amounts <clears throat> of yeah. damage that girl was doing.
1: Even, even with my level 99 maxed out Dengekiko and Neptunes, I was not even still hitting for half the damage that my level forty Blanc was Yeah, they was might be pushing for, out more
0: DPS because they swing quicker. But as far as heavy hits, dude, nobody touched Blanc.
1: Yeah, nobody did. And then if you used Blanc in her combos, right? She was a, f- yeah, a fast hitter too. Like you hit that one move where you just spun, like swung your oh, hammer around your in a circle. In. Yeah, you're hitting twenty, thirty. Yeah, you're hitting 20, thirty enemies in a grouping, all for.
0: Five she digits has that of one damage. Move. It's only right. useful in small rooms, but I think it's called like Geflekt it, it was the, 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 the movie she had that's yeah. in German, but it it throws a bunch of like yeah. projectiles and they bounce off the walls. So if you're in a small room and you use that, you could take out an entire group with it. It's fantastic. Um, yep. Yep. Real quick, I'm gonna go ahead and throw a rating out there for me. Um, I'd probably give this like a five point five nep nep's out of ten. Just because, like you know, I've got—I yeah. came into it a little more knowing the background with the characters and stuff, so it was a little easier for me to pick up yeah. on the story. But eventually, I gave up on it too. I'm like, all right, there, there is nothing here. <laughs> so similar, yeah. similar rating, similar, th- similar yeah, yeah, thoughts yeah, I mean, about the game. It's definitely a good game, though. Definitely a good game.
1: It's, it's enjoyable. It, it might be a game that I pull up on a slow day, bored day where I just don't really want to do yeah. anything other than hack and slash because. It does got some of those. Some of the quests were like clear a thousand enemies, clear 1,500 enemies, clear yeah. 2,000 enemies. Like, if you just want a long hack and slash run, they have the levels for that. Like, you don't have to back out, back in, back out, back in different quests to get that. You can just sit down and do that clear yeah. 2,000 quest, like, and easily level up your lower level characters. And I think.
0: I a think that, that that comes from this game originally being a Vita game, you know, being able yeah. to just pick it up, do a level, and set it down and play it later because you know being portable. That's kind of the way it happened, you know. So I assume that that's yeah. that's why that it is the way that it is. And shit, I wouldn't change yeah. it. Like it was super fun. I the, you know I do kind of hate the quests that make you pick people. But I get that yeah. you know they try to they, spread. The yeah, love. they
1: want you to work on just everyone. This isn't like your typical yeah. fighter game where you can only, like you have the option to just pick one fighter over and over and, and over I, uh, again, and then leave everyone else out. Like, did you yeah, actually play any of the unlockable game modes after you completed? No, story I did mode? not. I they, they uh, Once you complete story mode, it unlocks what they call the gauntlet mode. Ooh. And then you take your lineup from your save file and all of the current levels they are, and you can put them in a tournament against each other.
0: Oh, shit. Yep. And then
1: depending on what level of difficulty you set the tournament at, and if you win it, they also reward items and weapons to the winners of those tournaments.
0: Oh, that's rad. And
1: then once you complete the Gauntlet Tournament, it unlocks a tower mode where you Like Mortal Kombat start, style? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You start off level one, and as you go up in level, the difficulty
0: increases. Oh, that sounds cool. That
1: mode was really cool once I figured it out because you play on the same save file as your story mode. Yeah you can level up your lower level characters if you need to catch them up to your higher level ones in that tower like oh that's and badass it, yeah and then it moves back over to storyline so if you are missing some like character exclusive quests because you weren't a high enough level with them yet yeah go run a f- go run a few levels in that tower to beef them up and then you can go back to the quest mode and knock those out
0: no big deal well fuck i wish i'd have known that instead of just grinding these little quests over and over yeah
1: no that that tower that tower was cool but like the the quest grinding it was necessary because like i was saying how to unlock it you didn't unlock that tower until you actually rolled credits on the main storyline yeah and then played an entire gauntlet tournament to completion
0: the gauntlet mode sounds cool though i'll definitely you know hop back in and check that yeah. out because no i went, once i rolled credits on the game i closed it out and started taking notes yeah um oh i, I remember what i was going to say i actually got an achievement in the game um for using everybody like they gave you one there there's like everyone's included or something like i think
1: that. i got that too and it's like an achievement that they set up the game to give you because they're eventually yeah, give you yeah because yeah, every single character has an exclusive level at some point
0: Yes. And um I think I got an achievement for pe- you know, piecing people together who are like friendly in the other games, like Neptune and Nepgear. Uh, I got an achievement putting them together, yeah. you know, with all the, the CPUs and their CPU candidates. So yeah. their little sisters.
1: I think the one achievement I noticed that I thought was hilarious was uh surviving a quest with items that did nothing but reduce your stat points. Nice. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know that there's there's a few of these, uh, those items. I know on Famitsu, I had one, I think it was called Glass Cannon, that just it tanked her defense to like one. Yeah, put your defense to her one, but it raised your attack by a lot. Like yeah, I think it's like 2,000, which is an insane amount. Yeah. So basically you just had to keep swinging. Yeah. Keep swinging, don't let them Yeah, hit.
1: I would not put that on any other character like m- like the, the the characters I would recommend that for would be Famitu, Dengekiko, Neptune, Nepgear and maybe Noir. Like the really the fast f- enough. Yeah, the really fast swords
0: like Yeah, don't, only the ones that don't give your enemies time to hit absolutely. you. Absolutely. Well, man, I uh, I believe that we've pretty much covered everything that I had written down about this. This this no. game, like like we said in the beginning, you know, mile wide, inch deep. There's not much to it.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: But um, oh, hey, Steamy, hey, Steamy's lighting up. Hey, Steamy. That Steamy. means he has something for us.
1: What is it? A new game? Is it, has he got our next next
0: well, adventure? Let's see what do you got for us, Steamy. Alright, man, it looks like uh, his, his chest is showing number 108. So, let me pull up this trusty list of games that we have here that I have scrambled not once, but twice. The list is scrambled and the numbers are scrambled, so we will never be able to figure out which one we are going to get. And number 108, sir, is Batman Arkham Asylum Game of the Year Edition. Fuck. Yes. We have Awesome. N- I have not hit a stinker yet. That's what I'm like, talking
1: about. No. Yeah. No, I'm definitely
0: super pumped for this game. Yes. Man. Well, thank you Steamy. We appreciate it, man. Yeah. <coughs> All right. We we will see Steamy next week, I'm sure. Dude, I am stoked. Stoked about this Batman game. Like I Absolutely. I
1: know like I've been wa- like I I've touched all of the games in the series, just a little bit. Casual gaming. Never got in far into it. Never completed any of them. So I really don't even know the storyline of any of the games, really. Where they go, or any, like, what villains pop in, what Easter eggs there are. Like, in s- a huge comic nerd, like, yeah, I'm going to fucking love every second of this. You are game. the biggest
0: comic book nerd that I know. I yeah. will say, um, I've only played Arkham City. But I have heard nothing Mm -hmm. but good things about Arkham Asylum, you know, and...
1: I mean, Arkham Asylum started it all. Like, if it wasn't a bad game, they wouldn't wouldn't have continued. Shit, if you
0: think about it, if Arkham Asylum would have tanked, there would be no Spider-Man game. Because the Spider-Man game plays a lot like the Batman games.
1: I don't know about that, because the Spider-Man game for the PS1 was... Oh Amazing. no 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 no! I get like, that
0: I get that. I'm talking yeah, just about the no. uh, the fighting mechanics and the one for PS4. Oh it's, yeah yeah, fair enough. They're fair similar. Enough. You'll you'll see what I'm talking about. I do know that we have the other yeah. Arkham games in the list. Uh, the only one that's not in there is Arkham Knight. And honestly, I will probably add that. That way, we can just yeah. cover the entire fucking Arkham series eventually. Yeah, uh, yeah. It would eventually, be really cool.
1: have the whole series.
0: Um, other covered. than that. I mean. think that'll do it for us this week. I would like to touch on our social medias. If you'd like to find us, talk to us, ask us any questions or anything like that, you can find us at facebook.com slash the steam machine podcast or twitter.com slash steam underscore podcast. And like we said at the beginning of the episode, we are now available wherever books are sold. <laughs> and by that, I mean podcast. So whenever whenever you are looking for us, you can get yeah. podcast attic, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, something that I don't know about because I'm becoming an old man. We should be on all of them, which is fantastic. And don't forget, uh, if you are feeling kind, to no. go to iTunes and leave us a review, preferably a five star review, because that will really help us rise in the ranks for people to find us on iTunes. Other than that, man, yeah. I I don't have much left. Uh, anything else? No,
1: I don't. No like I, I'm good I'm I'm excited to get started on Arkham Asylum
0: like, yes yes I will probably be streaming some Batman at some point this week uh, twitch.tv slash I believe um, I will post a link to that on our Facebook and Twitter pages when I'm going to do that other than that I believe that's it so if there's not any last words from you Ryan then I would like to say thank you everybody for listening we will catch you again next week take it easy